Oh, um, uh, courting, going steady, sweet talking. How old are you? Courting. Is that a, a term that anybody <laughs> in our lifetimes have? Courting. Anybody courting? No. No. No one's ever courted. Courted someone? Been courted? Now I've said courted too many times, <laughs> and it just doesn't. It's not a word anymore. That was a term that when I was going to Christian youth group in high school, they, okay. there was a whole movement of like, don't date, court. You shouldn't <laughs> date anybody unless you might marry them. Okay. Was the standard. So there's and a def- there's a difference, a defined yeah. difference between dating and courting. Yeah. And uh, there was a book called it means No Fingering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep your digits dry. Yeah. Roughly 24 to yeah. 92 hours ago, Stab's team sure, of comedy know. scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time an intro. in front of a live studio audience in a show called <laughs> Stab. This is Stab. Once upon a time, there was a show called Stab, and this was it. Let's introduce tonight's panel. Our first panelist <laughs> warns Christian teens to keep them digits dry. Uh, <laughs> wonderful stand-up comedian. It's David Coleman. Uh, our second kid. Oh, I, I get to use this one since Bill Wallace didn't show up last week. I get to use his intro. Uh, our second <laughs> panelist once came in second in a beauty contest and won $10. It's also an amazing comedian, Emily Peterson. So much in common with Bill Wallace. <laughs> so much. Can barely tell you apart. And our third <laughs> panelist, she's a stab super show favorite. It's Jacqueline Wyan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm your host, Jesse Jones, this close to retirement. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Stab Show. It's been 47 days since our last workplace guffaw. <clears throat> Let's meet tonight's panelists. Uh, David Coleman, hi there. Oh, so hey. I don't want to interrupt you. I, I, you know, <laughs> I just thought of one more thing that, okay. that is going to make my, uh, my that, acronym just... Is that a drawing of me naked? <laughs> Yeah. I thought I got rid of that. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> the shading is wonderful. <laughs> so good. It's an abstract piece. <laughs> David, welcome. Uh, it's been too long since uh, you've been here due to the Catholic Church shutting down your show. Actually not a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's kind of, I mean... As a comedian, I'm flattered. Oh, like yeah. that is the recognition I've I've always wanted, <laughs> is to be excommunicated. Mm-hmm. But uh, not how I expected it to happen. No, no. And uh, it was unfortunately uh, <laughs> directed a lot more at your co-host. <laughs> 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 yeah, you just you caught some of the splash, but you yeah. were not. <laughs> no. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, maybe at some point. Uh, uh, your, your co-host Skip Bacon can, can be let loose on the world yeah. to just scorch the Christian earth <laughs> <laughs> with, with her rage. Uh, when that Skip happens, Bacon doesn't have rage. Yeah, That's when it. that happens, that is going to be on every promotional image. Is going to be like, no, but really, this Catholic publishing company wanted us to take all our material down. Oh, it was a Catholic like, public. See, I never got Yeah, that's the thing. Like if it was the church it would be one thing, but it's just like a it's just the fucking publisher of the Bible? 
Not of the whole Bible, <laughs> just of like Catholic stuff. Okay. Anyway, just other Catholic stuff. I don't think that, I don't know if they even publish a version of the Bible. Oh, wow. And that's the easiest thing a Catholic publisher can do. It is. Get your Damn. shit together. Bantam books? No, they're not a Catholic. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, good to see you. Sorry it's been so long. See, now Emily's name's on the, on the screen. You're welcome. Thank Giving you. Me so much shit. I'll maybe get to a, an Instagram handle at some point. We'll see. In between bits. So I can ignore what you guys are saying, and I can type things for the, for the stream. Works for me. <laughs> Good to see you, David. Uh, Emily, hi there. Hi, Jesse. I How are you? I'm all right. Oh, good. You me know. too. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Look at us. Yeah. Just trucking along. We're doing great. <laughs> uh, well, good to, good to have you back. Sorry it's been so long. Understand, uh, you know, just a couple minutes ago, I heard there's been so many changes to your life. <laughs> yeah. I got a new job that's mm -hmm. awful but new, which is yeah. great. And I have a boyfriend who's terrific and great. So <laughs> things are balancing out. Well, that's good. Yeah. It's good to balance your awful and great and terrific and great. Well, if everything were great, I mean, I don't know if I could handle it. I know. Yeah. Everybody wants to be happy. But what I, if you got too much of it? I don't think I'm built for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could handle the responsibility. <laughs> no. We all need a little grief. Yeah. A little sorrow. It's the clouds that make the sunshine. But I don't know. There's some. I've <laughs> uh, been up to anything interesting, like uh, performing wise or anything in a bit. I've had a couple good shows. I've yeah. been doing a lot of breweries lately, which sure. has been fun. That does seem to be the thing. Sometimes they give you free beer, which is great. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I've just been trying to stay out of trouble. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I should have come up with it. No, lie. that's plenty. That's plenty. I should have lied about it. Breweries and backyards seem to be the thing nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> so enjoy that. <laughs> no, glad you're out there. Glad you're doing stuff. Good to see you. Always wonderful. Sorry it took so long. Welcome back. Jacqueline Wyatt. Uh -huh. Hi. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. It scared me. <laughs> sorry. I didn't mean to jostle you. Spooked. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Uh, you have not been that long since being here. That's not a sentence. Uh, <laughs> Those are all words? They were. And ordered properly, they might actually mean <laughs> something. Uh, you, you're around here a lot. Yeah. Maybe I'm still around. not as much as, as the people would want. But, uh, Probably. <laughs> I'm keeping you, holding you back from, from giving the people what they want. More Jacqueline all the time. Um, how are things for you? I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Let's just take a nap. <laughs> right now, instead of doing the show? Yeah. I don't know if we're allowed to stream that. I don't know if there's, there's TOS. About sleeping? Is there? Sure. Let's just, let's all, let's all take our shoes off and put our bare soles up to the camera. <laughs> because I don't want to do this anymore. Can we get canceled, please? Can, we, <laughs> can I do something else with my time? Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, you've been up to anything uh, fun, interesting, besides work stuff that we're all trying to think doesn't exist? Uh, I painted about. a nice picture of a clown. Oh, oh I that think was I so saw good. that. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's one thing collecting clown art uh, to fill your room, it's another thing contributing. Yeah, I'm in my art. clown period. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> good. <laughs> Everyone goes through it. Sometimes they just don't express it properly. <laughs> but we've all. We've all had that clown period. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> oh, well, I, 
I'm explaining that for for everyone else. Of course, you know that. You know that better than most. You have a room full of clowns. I sure do. <laughs> Must be nice to be able to afford a place with another room. <laughs> it's just the living room. Oh, okay. All right. Well, still. That's the clown room. <laughs> Wanted to figure out something to in <laughs> insert there, but I don't think I will. <laughs> it's just huh. a clown room. Down a clown. All right, how about I get out of my own way? And get to you fine people who worked for the last couple days, day and a half. I try. Uh, <laughs> segment one, it's reorganization. It's still how we start the show. Sometimes something comes up when you're interneting with others. That's what it, uh, <laughs> You're drawn away from the inner tubes, but for just an indeterminately brief period of time. So when AFK isn't enough, and you'll be longer than BRB, I guess all you can do is ask someone to WICBS or wait, I'm coming back soon. When is soon? That's not for you to know, but to wonder. Why is this seemingly pointless extra non-clarification of awareness necessary? Reasons. But there are reasons I don't want to think about. So, unsteady? That's not a word that I meant to type. <laughs> 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 so instead, how about we just come up with who or what else WICBS could stand for or represent to you? I've never seen or heard this used by anyone ever. I just stumbled upon it, and now you get to deal with it. So David Coleman, <clears throat> let's hear your WICBS. Yeah, I actually recently, uh, well, on occasion... I go to, to film screenings, and, and often beforehand, I don't know what the movie's going to be about. And this one was actually pretty good. Uh, so it starts with this young musician, Charles Berry. And uh, he is working on writing his, uh, his opus, his new song, uh, Jonathan Buford Good. Mm -hmm. um, and it, he's playing it on the mandolin. Uh, and, and there's people. Uh, plays it in front of a small audience and they hate it um, and then anyway it cuts to the the main title uh, which is when I discovered it was actually a Marvel property it was like part of their whole multiverse thing sure. um, and Jeffrey Wright shows up as the watcher and he's narrating mm -hmm. and he says this world which dares to ask the question what if Chuck Berry sucked <laughs> and um, yeah, it's like Marvel's treating Chuck Berry as like one of the Infinity Stones, one of these great pieces of power in the universe, and it's showing what would happen if he just hadn't been very good and like rock and roll had died young. Um, and so, and then it cuts to to Star Lord uh, at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's dancing around, but rock and roll doesn't exist. So when he puts on his headset, he's listening to uh, the the opening of Phantom of the Opera. Like the, and he's like doing all these dramatic uh, musical theater <laughs> motions. I don't know how people dance during that, but oh, um, and and then uh, they show Tony Stark putting together the Iron Man suit, uh, listening to Mozart. Um, they cut to they they showed several uh, clips of Thor, usually with like you know usually they would have immigrant song or or. Something like that, and it was just Icelandic fishing ballads. Um, Is that better? Yeah, just showing the devastation that would happen to the Marvel Universe if Chuck Berry 
um, <laughs> hadn't been good. Uh, they couldn't use any of these songs in their promotional materials. Um, and I thought it was a, a very heartfelt uh, thing for Marvel to do to acknowledge just how much they depend on rock and roll for so much of, of the tone. Um, so it was a weird move by the Disney Corporation, but I think it, it worked, and I'm glad they're branching out the kind of properties they create. Sure. Yeah. Um, are you going to tell Marvel they can't do something? No. No. Yeah, I want they them to just keep do whatever they stuff. want. I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> they they could put just a <laughs> two hours and fifteen minutes of a an egg frying in a pan, and it would make seven hundred million dollars. No. Yeah. Nobody has that much confidence in Marvel. <laughs> okay. You're right. I overreached. <laughs> Maybe if they told us it was a a Loki, then it would work. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, David. What if <laughs> Chucky B twerk no good? Uh, <laughs> twerk no good. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> the ramifications, the impact. Thank you, David. <clears throat> Emily, hi there. Hi. Okay. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, no, please. Sorry. You know what? You're right. <laughs> I shouldn't interrupt. Go ahead. Okay. So I got a couple. <laughs> Um, and I didn't paint a beautiful backstory like David, uh, but I came up with a couple. So first one, uh, WICBS, Wendy's is cool, Baconator Supreme, brilliant. <laughs> this one for uh, our marine biologist friends who know, who are on the inside and have the knowledge uh, that whales indeed can be shitheads. <laughs> yeah. And this is for the fans of uh, the actor from... The Machinist and uh, Batman, or, of course, um, who want to know who he's engaged in sexual activity with. <laughs> who is Christian Bale Stupin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people want to know. <laughs> All right. So, somebody get that that Twitter handle real quick. They, they, can, just, <laughs> they can just share every, every image of Christian Bale that pops up with, uh, with a lady friend. Is Christian Bale stooping this person? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And yeah, fuck whales. Uh, <laughs> their free ride is over. <laughs> Not putting me to sleep. I'm awake now, whales. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wide awake, your bullshit. <laughs> we all know you're talking shit about us, whales. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Uh, yeah, it works that way, too. It can be long and involved. It can be a couple quick shots about Christian Bale's quick shots. Uh, <laughs> I never get to do that. You're good at it, though. <laughs> Thank you. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. Snuck that in there. That was delightful. Why have you been holding that back? How do you not highlight that in every, every set now? Uh, speaking of... Uh, <laughs> leave that to the professionals yeah Jesse. i was that was i i made no bones uh, no claims that that was going to be uh, on par <laughs> but uh, bah, 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 bah. uh <laughs> jacqueline wyan uh one would assume that you partook in this prompt so let's hear uh your wicbs well, I am thrilled to announce that there is now a trademarked acronym to describe the type of relationship I have with my husband. 
I mean, we're not in, in an uncommon situation. Far from it. I mean, there are millions of relationships just like ours. But until now, we've gone nameless. I am proud to introduce the world to WICBS, Woman in Charge, because sex. <laughs> <laughs> We've also adopted this acronym because it serves as an important warning. WICBS, wash in case of butt stuff. (laughs) Our relationship also celebrates the art of cheeky non sequitur, wherein WICBS stands for winter is cold, bear semen. (laughs) No matter how you slice it, at its core, WICBS stands for what we're all thinking. Why is Corey Berenger sexy? <laughs> <laughs> it's the question that's been sweeping the ticky tockies. <laughs> Why does he have <laughs> that <clears throat> that super Flanders energy? <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> <laughs> Just run around in bike shorts. <laughs> Well, now I can't stop thinking about that. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. Oh, what are we banning? What's going on over there? All right, I'm missing some things in the chat. Uh, Thank you, Jacqueline. Uh, Good times. (laughs) Women in charge because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's about time somebody, like, uh, trademarked that because that's that's been a reality, but now it's yours. (laughs) Thank you, Jacqueline. Thank you all for segment one. Hi. Let's go to segment two. <laughs> it's pickup lines. I don't know what I'm doing tonight. It's wild. Uh, you're a funny, clever, hip, and sexy individual, Corey Berenger. How do, <laughs> how do you properly express those qualities in the most expedient and counterintuitive way? Through the art of the pickup line. Show off your best qualities in the worst possible way by sharing with us three of your best pickup lines to or from the following things. One 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 two two two. We know how this works. Serpentine. David Coleman. <clears throat> Let's get us started with your first pickup line to or from erosion. Yes, <laughs> I learned through this process that um, I know a lot more about erosion than about picking up people. <laughs> but um, here's my line. Here's my line. <laughs> I I build retaining walls. It's part of my bondage kink. Mm. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, David. Uh, You've certainly proved your previous point. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What do you have to pick everybody for? Just be married. (laughs) Then you don't have to worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Just eliminate that problem. Uh, good thing we got two more of those. <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to it. That sounded <laughs> like I wasn't. Uh, Emily, let's hear your first pickup line to her from CarMax. I'd like to give you a 24-hour test drive. <laughs> yeah. 12-point mm-hmm. <laughs> inspection. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many points there are. I'll there? tell you later. I expected. <laughs> as I was saying it, it was, oh, no, there might be something about that. Dumb, dumb. <laughs> you just sit over here and say the things that set them up. Fart brain? I don't know. I'm really down on myself. <laughs> and, oh, looking forward to these. 
<laughs> Jacqueline, <laughs> let's hear your first of three pickup lines. Two are from Onomatopoeia. Meow. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> we all know what that means. <laughs> There's a cat somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and they're sexy. All right. Uh, second time around. David Coleman. Pick up line. Erosion. Yeah. <laughs> Believe in it. Now, Sell I know it. most most guys here tonight are going to tell you that they are going to, to make the earth move. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do that. But... It's going to be much, much slower over time. It's going to be a slow build, um, just just in and out, gradual <laughs> tide, over and over again, mm. over a long time. And then eventually just your whole foundation is going to be wrecked, and it's, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> wow. I hadn't, <laughs> I hadn't associated uh, erosion to tantric. <laughs> but I guess it's there. If you're willing, if you're willing to sting it, yep. then you can <laughs> you can get there with erosion. Uh, one person—that's all that matters. Uh, yep, yep. Emily, second time around. I'm not gonna make any extra comments about <laughs> about your second pickup line tour from uh, Carmax. I'm the biggest auto retailer in the nation. Guess what else about me is the biggest? Mm. Yeah. <sighs> All of their lots. They've got a lot of cars. <laughs> you have so many cars. <laughs> yeah, bring that big lot. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Jacqueline. <laughs> Second tour from Automatopia. Boy, oi, 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 swing! Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> that one's aggressive. <laughs> no subtlety here. Boy, oi, oi, oi. <laughs> Thank you, Jacqueline. And third time around. Hey, David Coleman. Let's hear one more. All right, let's do it. Okay. Steamy pickup line from erosion. Uh, evening, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> did you know that in coastal areas of California, the roots of native plants prevent erosion in sand dunes by literally holding them in place? Uh, this became an issue when many of these plants were eaten by livestock brought by Spanish missionaries. Uh, to solve the issue of erosion, sailors traveling past the Cape of South Africa brought ice plant and sea fig to the California coast. This led to an even greater issue when the highly invasive plants further choked out much of the remaining coastal flora. Conservationists would love to remove these plants, but they now provide the only barrier from rapid erosion on many coastal bluffs. Uh, so what I'm trying to say is, uh, once you accept my thick, succulent root, there is no going back. <laughs> nice. Sexy and educational. <laughs> yeah. Sexy educational. <laughs> <laughs> That's what ladies want. Right? <laughs> Sexy and educational. That's a total package. David Coleman. <laughs> also, uh, Flanders variant. <laughs> I'm in there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get rid of that <laughs> that pesky beard and then. <laughs> Emily. Let's stop uh, thinking about. 
David Coleman and Corey Berenger bumping mustaches and, <laughs> and move on okay. to your third pickup line two for, from CarMax. My pussy isn't CarMax quality certified yet. Can you give it a 125 point inspection? There, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Uh, I barely, I didn't even get to 10% of that inspection. No, give them more credit. Long. They check everything. <laughs> <laughs> they really get in there. They really get in there. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. And Jacqueline. <laughs> Let's finish. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot Awuga until it started to arrive. <laughs> and then, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Moving quickly along to segment three, it's closing arguments. The American court system isn't science. It's more art. Mentally bullying a jury of people hand-selected to be bullyable is really more like jazz. How? I won't elaborate. But let's just say it is and move on. Your job in closing arguments is to play the mind horn... <laughs> Play that mind horn of yours and convince that box full of squares that your client isn't really as bad as they might initially seem. So go on, counselor. Whale. <laughs> David Coleman, uh, your client, who you're trying to... This is why I have to reset it up because I don't know that I did a good job. Uh, <laughs> we have to convince a jury ain't so bad. Uh, let's hear your closing argument defending spray tans. Um, thank you, Your Honor. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Um... I resent that I was assigned to this case. Um, as a public defender in Miami, uh, I have other clients who need my attention. Uh, and I know I've nearly been held in contempt several times. Uh, but I have to reiterate what I feel is, is a very sound legal position. Um, you cannot, in the great state of Florida, uh, charge a can of tanning spray with third degree murder. Um, there is no precedent. Um, I feel this is a flagrant misuse of taxpayer funds, and uh, reviewing the details of the arrest and interrogation, um, possibly a prank by Miami PD. Uh, I also would like to remind the jury that my client has a strong alibi because they were inanimate at the time of the crime. Um, also, they are too short and do not bear enough weight to have created the stab wounds uh, on the victim. Uh, my, my heart goes out to the family uh, of the, and I, I want to be clear, real human who was brutally stabbed by a killer who is clearly still out there somewhere. Um, I apologize to the members of the jury who have been forced to sit through four days of testimony, uh, including some jury members who are literally acrylic nails and a laser that removes body hair who were included so my client could have a jury of their peers. Mm -hmm. um, I would also like to ask the district attorney, uh, if you succeed in somehow meeting the burden of proof, what the fuck happens next? Are we going to uh, further crowd our prisons by giving my client a bed? Uh, based on the heinous nature of the crime, will you be pursuing the death penalty? Uh, how will you carry out a death sentence against my client? I, I remind you that my client is made of a stronger metal than the syringe used for lethal injection, uh, and it is unsafe to conduct high voltage through containers of compressed air, so the electric chair is out. 
Uh, in closing, I'd like to file for a mistrial and change of venue. Uh, my client was manufactured seven months ago and therefore should be tried as a minor. Why the fuck not? <laughs> sure. All of that is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> Did nothing to convince us why spray tans are okay, but just that it didn't kill that guy. <laughs> trial. No. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to convince me. I'm not a set of acrylic nails. I think he did it. <laughs> yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> you can see in his label. He's a sociopath. Uh, thank you, David. Hey, Emily Peterson. Ah, <clears throat> uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I had to reread that. That was a long one. Uh, let's hear your defense. Your closing argument. In defense of no one telling you all day that you've had a very noticeable booger peeking out of your nose. Okay, so now it's our job to tell you when you have junk going on with your face? Excuse me, mister, the world revolves around me. How about some taking some personal responsibility for your discharge? Besides, maybe we were under the impression that you liked your face that way. Are we supposed to police people's appearances? Get real. Ever heard of a mirror? Google it, pal. Anyway, I'm out of here. Get over yourself and keep track of the coming and going of your noses like everyone else. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, I think it's that G's that is really going to sway anybody that was on the fence. <laughs> I rest my case. Jeez Louise, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reflections out in the world. You could have figured it out on your own. Yeah. Check yeah. your face. <laughs> so let's try to, try to avoid it. Oh, see, there. Just yeah. a reflection of the monitor. Yeah. Proving her point. <laughs> Case dismissed. Uh, thank you, Emily. And closing out, closing arguments. Hey, Jacqueline. Uh, let's hear your closing argument in defense of writer's block. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, first I want to thank you for your patience. This is my first time being a lawyer, and it is a lot scarier than it looks on Judge Judy. I now realize by your whispers that Judge Judy doesn't have lawyers. <laughs> Objection! Judge Judy should have lawyers. My client, Ryder's Block, didn't do it. That's actually his whole deal, not doing it at all. He wanted to do it, sure he did, but it just never materialized. Exhibit A, a fourth grade social studies essay which had a lot of promise, it said, my favorite ancient civilization is the Exhibit B, <laughs> handwritten wedding vows. Ooh. Starts out strong. Melissa, let me count the ways I love you. And then it's a picture of a cat tap dancing, and that's it. <laughs> you see, my client didn't do it. He wouldn't do it. He couldn't. He can't. He just plain won't. Objection. Sustained. Thanks for having me, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tip the weights down. <laughs> They're the real heroes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jacqueline. Oh, they couldn't. They literally could not have. <laughs> it goes against everything they stand for. Segment four. Explain it to me. Oh, man, we haven't done this one in a while. Hopefully we remember how to do it. Uh, these are confusing times, which is why we've tried to explain it to me out again. Uh, and not at all because individually each of today's panelists 
have most recently done almost all of the other segment four prompts <laughs> in their most recent appearances. What matters is we need to know things. And your job is to explain a couple things to me as the following things. Got it? Of course you do. Now explain it. David Coleman. Very simple. Very straightforward. Explain the metric system to me. Okay. So I'm <laughs> an American. All right. So um, it's like it's you can you can use it to mm -hmm. measure all the same things that you usually measure mm -hmm. with like like gallons and feet and miles and all that. Except you can do it using your your fingers because you got ten of them and like everything's ten. So uh, you can you can still check how, like how much beer you drank and uh, how far you drove your truck, uh, how long your penis is, and the number will be bigger. It'll be a larger number. Um, how much things weigh, uh, temperature, and oh, really cool about temperature. Um, it goes from zero to 100, which is 10 tenths, which is, is your number of fingers times your number of fingers. And uh, 100 is boiling. So, like, that's the one important temperature because that's when the water does something cool. And the other cool thing water does is at zero, and that's, that's when, it, when, it, um, when it freezes. And so, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and you know, um, so you just know to go to the next measurement up if you've gotten to 10 of something. So if you count it on your fingers, you can get to the, the last, the pinky. You know, okay, now we're moving from, from centimeters to, that's not a good example. <laughs> we're moving from millimeters to centimeters. Is it decameters? I always forget. Anyway, it is a little confusing, but it's all 10. Hmm. Um, I am also an American. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and then I know 100 or 1,000, they can sound like really big numbers. So to help you out, you just need to grab like a friend or two. And like if you have used all your fingers for counting, then you get one of your, you get your friend to put up one of their fingers. And that's going to equal 110. And then if you keep counting and they have all 10 of their fingers up, that's 100. And then you get your third friend. And if you're, you're, your 100 friend does all 10 of their fingers, then they go to the third friend. And you can all just be digits in a long number, and it's, it's very helpful. Um, and yeah, it's bad. Also, oh, you know, you know why else you, you should use uh, this system is you know that all the inches and feet and yards that is the imperial system mm -hmm. not imperial that's according to the british empire so you remember the bad guys from the american <laughs> revolution yeah that's their system and we don't want to wow. do that so we're going to use logical american metric system it's mm. <laughs> uh it's an excellent try <laughs> But discovered halfway through. Wait, do I understand the metric system? <laughs> How many fingers do I have? Yeah. You also assumed that I know three people. So that's just... Mm -mm. <laughs> I have to stop at a thousand. Uh, <laughs> thank you, David. Uh, we all, as Americans, now understand the metric system so much better. Emily Peterson. <clears throat> I'd like you to explain panic to me. I'm too chill, brah. Well, it's good you chose me for this because <laughs> I'm actually always a little panicked. Is it getting warm in here? I feel like it's getting warm in here. And, uh, is anybody else's hands tingling? Are, you, are your hands tingling, David? No? Oh, God. Um, well, panic. 
whew, it's really warm and getting really sweaty, you know, Ooh. and my stomach's a little upset, and I think I need to go. <laughs> oh, oh, now I feel bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, please, thank you. I was... I feel much better now. Okay, good. Good. I don't. I feel like this is too close to real. <laughs> I thought I'd lob you a softball, but you're afraid of softballs. <laughs> I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Ah, yeah, panic. Um, and then there's always one <laughs> that doesn't have any real connection. Uh, and that's yours, Jacqueline. Uh, <laughs> explain con conspiracy theories to me. I'm a succulent garden. Oh, my prompt said... Uh, <laughs> in a succulent garden. Oh, in a succulent garden. Oh, you know what? That's, that's another fine. typo of my fault. Go ahead. Explain <laughs> conspiracy theories to me in a succulent garden. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad. No. <laughs> Thank you for meeting me here. Have a seat anywhere. Get off my succulents. <laughs> I didn't mean my succulents. Anywhere but my succulents. Yes, that decorative boulder is fine. Just don't sit on my succulents. Okay, so now I can begin. So imagine this. You're living your life on your... Oh, I can't do finger quotes. Because <laughs> both my hands are full. I wrote it. Thank you so much. Okay, um, so imagine this. You're living your life on your round earth, <laughs> listening to the birds chirp, and watching President Joe Biden on your television. Thank you so much. <laughs> are you imagining it? Okay. Now wake up! <laughs> there are no birds. The earth is flat. 5G, chemtrails. What kind of name is Joe? <laughs> Watch your foot. You're going to crush my aloe vera. <laughs> <laughs> do you think George Bush 9-11 steel beams? Do you think cheese pizza is innocent? It was never innocent. Where are you going? I was going to talk about gay frogs next. I never get to the gay frogs. Oh. Oh. You were supposed to be a succulent. <laughs> no. No, that's better. That worked better. That's why we don't do this. <laughs> like, literally, you guys had all most recently done all of the other segment fours, so I had to pull something else out. You're welcome. <laughs> that brings us to segment five. Location, location, location. This one's an old favorite. It's a warm sweater. Uh, according to uh, pandering individuals attempting to get elected to something, small businesses are the very backbone of this economy. In reality, they are not. But that doesn't matter now. What matters is you have a business idea. But you're starting it in a place that might not be strictly ideal for said business. <laughs> it's your job to convince us why we should be shopping your shop any dang old way. So give us your pitch. David Coleman. Mm, sorry. David Coleman. You run sensitivity training workshops for alpha males. All right, I'm going to be honest. I saw that prompt and got so excited and got started with it, I did not read the paragraph beforehand. But I just have a sensitivity training for alpha males. So this yeah, is my... That's okay. essentially right. what we're doing here. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> 
I'm overthinking. You got around okay. to it. I got around to it. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Bro, it's not cool to, to perform microaggressions, bro. <laughs> uh, there are uh, several protected categories of betas, uh, and they include race, color, national origin, religion, sex, nice. Uh, disability, age, citizenship status, sexual orientation, nice. Uh, gender identity and political affiliation. Um, so bro, if, if you act all alpha toward a beta and it's because they're in any category related to those things and others, uh, you can be fired. So like, if you're going out for drinks and you tell the new guy alphas only, that's not necessarily harassment. Uh, but if you say alphas only, you fucking cuck nobody, that is harassment uh, because marital status is a protected category, bro. Um, and just rule of thumb, like anytime you hit on women, it's probably harassment. Um, yeah, for the sake of this training, don't talk to women about anything. Just... <laughs> Don't do that. Um, and even if you're not at your workplace, but you're at like you're somewhere else, and you see a coworker, mm -hmm. if you hit on them there or you harass them there, uh, that's still you can still get fired for that because that's called nexus to the workplace. Yes, nexus is a cool word. It does mean you're going to lose your job though, so just pay attention. Um, yeah, uh, I guess I'm gonna. Like, think the alpha thoughts, but don't say them out loud. Uh, like, because you're gonna get you're gonna hit trouble anytime you act like or say out loud that you're in a category that's better than other people. Like, that is the definition of harassment, bro. Uh, so I, you know, like I wouldn't say alpha at work. You're still alpha. You're just like a secret alpha, or you know. Otherwise, you can just be an alpha that isn't employed by the Foot Locker Corporation. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> well, alphas can't be secret. You gotta know that shit. <laughs> They'll tell you. Well, thank you, David. I'm sure that's changed a lot of lives. Uh, <laughs> David Coleman, hey, um, even though you already warned me, I'm gonna ask you anyway. Uh, where can people enjoy more David Coleman outside of the very specific confines of this particular episode of the Stamp Show? Um, well, other excellent comedian, Emily Peterson, told me that my TikToks are pretty funny, so oh. I'm going to start doing more of those. Well, there you go. Uh, otherwise, and occasionally on this fantastic podcast. That's true. That's true. So watch them all. Yeah. Just in case. I yeah. pop up occasionally. Yeah. What's your TikTok, David? I mean. That's such a good question. That is a good question. Uh, am I regular Hulk on there? I, I don't think know. you are. Okay. Is it, yeah, I think regular Hulk. Okay, I believe that's what we have the the old, yep, I believe the old Twitter information there. Regular Hulk. So just regular make that Hulk. instead of Twitter, TikTok. It's a T. They share a lot of letters. They do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, David. Good to have you back, uh, Emily Peterson. How about you try to sell us <laughs> on your uh, business? You own a salon that specializes in tiger makeovers. Come on down to Tony the Tigers. We opened at the height of Tiger King Mania back in 2020 right here in Sacramento. We're here for all your tiger grooming needs, claw trimming, ear cleaning, stripe polishing. Come in today and get complimentary nipple piercing. 
For you, not your tiger. We're not sickos. Please come. Far less people got tigers than we actually expected. We're hemorrhaging money. Please help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the desperate plea of a really bad choice. Oh, they couldn't get enough tigers out to the populace. Thank you, Emily. Uh, I just I just like the idea of a makeovers for tigers because you can't change tiger stripes. Oh <laughs> wow! I didn't, I didn't that's all right. Like, that's you, great. Every every interpretation is right, Emily. That's not necessarily true. <laughs> <laughs> no, so good, so good, and so happy to have had you back, Emily Peterson. How can people uh, get more Emily in their lives? Follow me on Instagram at e peterson. Hmm. It's e p e d e r z e n. Peter Zen isn't my last name. I was just being cute. And I post my shows there. You can find them there. Yay. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Straight to the point. Thank you. Thank you, Emily. Good to see you. Get up. Sorry it's been so long. Uh, Jacqueline Wyatt, how about you wrap up this episode of the STAB program? With your pitch, you are a videographer who provides tasteful porn shoots for people's parents for Mother's and Father's Day gifts. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. For my pitch today, I will be addressing many frequently asked questions I have received about my business in which I provide tasteful porn shoots for people's parents for Mother's and Father's Day gifts. <laughs> Question number one, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing is wrong with me. I simply saw a hole in the market that I could fill. Specifically, your mother's hole. <laughs> Next question. What are you, some sort of pervert? No. I am an entrepreneur with a minor in film studies and a major MILF fetish. <laughs> Next question. What if my dad can't stay hard during the shoot? <laughs> That's when I step in to pleasure your mom, free of charge. Do I have to be in the same room as my parents during the shoot? That is up to you. I'm not here to tell you how to enjoy your parents' lovemaking so long as you don't try to tell me how to film it. I think we covered it. Book your sesh now at www.mymomandmydad.porno.com forward slash porno. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! I forgot. Oh, TikTok. That's a, yeah. How? It's my name. Yeah, it's, it's Jacqueline Wyan on TikTok. That's all you need to know. Go there, be there, enjoy more Jacqueline. I forgot I was supposed to do that before Jacqueline. It doesn't matter. Jacqueline Wyan TikTok. And <laughs> the stab show is over. Thank you all for joining us, and of course, a special thank you to our wonderful panel: David Coleman, Emily Peterson, and Jacqueline Wyan. Now, if you liked what you just listened to, and we certainly hope you did, well, maybe you want to catch this show live as it's happening. There's a couple ways to do that. You can come in person at the Stab Comedy Theater, 1710 Broadway. Send us some mail. Or you can watch it at home, Stab TV, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Stab Comedy. All of those Thursday nights at 7 until June, in which case it'll be Friday at 7. I'm sorry. Uh, or check us out on the podcast provider of your choice. Uh, 300-ish episodes there. Just listen to them all. David's on some of them. You don't want to miss those. <laughs> That's the Stab Show. I've been Jesse. Good night. <laughs>